Welcome to Pretty Funny Moms. Here's a pretty funny interview with the hilarious Remy Gerinario. So, um, Allie and Chrissy, who do we have here? Um, all right. So today we have the very hilarious um, Remy Germanario. Welcome. Hi. I didn't realize we had started the filming already. Yeah. I thought this was like pre. Oh, great. Now, Good yeah, thing you didn't say gonna... anything embarrassing. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so I will give everybody a little um, rundown about Remy. Um, he is a New York City-based actor, comedian, singer, and writer. He's performed off-Broadway in national tours, regional theaters around the country, and various film, TV, and voiceover projects. He's a former member of Mod Night at the old UCB and can be seen performing stand-up comedy at comedy clubs all around the city or with his sketch team, the New York Cheeks. He's most known these days for his online comedic content and viral Food Network impressions. You didn't say TikTok sensation. Well, I know. Well, so... (laughs) So can I, can I like give your like social media stats? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Say whatever you want. You are bit. going to blow up yeah. after being on this podcast. You will have a whole, we have so many listeners. You're going to have extra followers. <laughs> 12, 12. I'll take 12. it. I will so take it. He has well, three, three. Well, I already, I already do. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> Me too. He has 16.4 thousand Instagram followers. Wow. Wow. 36.7 thousand followers on TikTok. And a five-star cameo rating. Ah, most, <laughs> most importantly. Yes. And, and that cameo can be yours for a mere $25. And they, they are, they are great. great. They are great. Oh. I've got one for my friends. Do you do them in character? Yes, it's, he does. I know. Yeah, I only do the Barefoot Contessa. She, for cameos, because um, I feel the most comfortable improvising around her. Just because, like, you know, people, if you don't know what cameo is, listeners it's where you can like purchase um, a personalized video from a I use this quotes for me because I don't consider myself this yet but a celebrity uh, mm-hmm. for like a gift you know for your friend for Valentine's Day birthday whatever um, and so they send you all the information and you're like oh this is for uh, my friend Steve he loves the Barefoot Contessa it's his birthday can you say this that and the other about Steve um, and it's easy with the Barefoot Contessa because she has all of her catchphrases that she says all the time. So really all I have to do is just like say, <laughs> you know, what the um, the people ask me to say and then just add a Barefoot Contessa phrase at the end of it. Like, um, Steve, I hear it's your birthday. <laughs> Fabulous. How about a birthday? You know, a lot of people get stressed out with birthdays, but just like a fine wine from France. <laughs> I think people get better with age. <laughs> fabulous you know you just like add a catchphrase afterwards I think her more than any other food network chef she's made a um she she knows her brand really well and like you could have an Ina dictionary um yeah so that's why I like doing cameos only as her yeah there I love that it's excellent is she aware of you I don't know um to my knowledge no in my head I imagine she must have seen something I don't know though, but I the, the only chefs that that I know know who I am that I've impersonated are the pioneer woman. Mm-hmm. Um, we we we've become pals of sorts uh, in a way. Yeah, we've met each other. She's a That's sweetheart. Um, I've never met her, but we're social media friends. Um, Iron Chef Alex Bornicelli, ICAG, um, and. Um, Anne Burrell has commented on one of my videos where I impersonated her, but Ina, to my knowledge, doesn't know who this, this gay boy is that puts on a cheap Amazon prime wig and impersonates her. <laughs> that I know of. That's surprising. Yeah. Cause I feel like she, out of all of them, she would have the best like sense of humor about it. I'd like to think so. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to like, you know, it, it, you know, I, I could be, OCD about it and go through all the reasons in my head why she hasn't responded. I always tag her um, why she hasn't responded or anything, but she might have, you know, a, a, a social media manager do her oh, social media. There is no way she's doing her own Instagram. Yeah. No. I don't have time. No. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, she might have like done, did you see that viral one where she tweeted back at Reese Witherspoon? Yes. I was going to ask like- you about that. So she could have written that one. I don't know. I did a little parody of that. Um, 
but yeah, she's, I like, she's I know that. I think it's because I saw you post about it. I don't think I saw like the actual thing. Yeah. Like Reese Witherspoon tweeted something about, hold on. I'm going to have to look at it now. Cause it's just going to bug me. Why not? We're here. Yeah, why um, not? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Take your oh, time. No. Where did it go? <gasps> did it get deleted from my, oh, I got it. 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 Okay, so Reese Witherspoon said, let's talk about habits. Are there any that have improved your daily life? Here are some of I'm working towards. Number one, start the day with a big glass of water. Two, get 10 minutes of outdoor light. Uh, number three, spend 30 to 60 minutes reading without distraction every day. Number four, in bed by 10 p.m., no late night TV binges. Try to get eight hours of rest. To which Ina responded, and I'll do it as her, uh, just to, um, okay, let me see. <laughs> to quote Reese Witherspoon, that sounds great, but I'm probably not doing any of those things. <laughs> LOL, my formula is easier to follow. Number one, drink more large cosmos. <laughs> Number two, stay up late watching addictive streaming series. Three, stay in bed the morning playing Sudoku instead of reading a good book. <laughs> and number four, spend more time safely with people you love. <laughs> in a pandemic, I do what I can. She had to have written that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, unless so unless good. her social media manager really just knows her voice at this point. Yeah. 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 I have a question. How did you get involved into like the Food Network? Like what made you choose all the Food Network stars? Sure. It's so weird how it happened. I will not lie to you. It's so random as is so many things these days in the entertainment industry, you know, you never know what's going to be the thing that gets you noticed or recognized on a larger scale. Um, you know, I've been very grateful. I'm, I'm a working performer. I have been since I graduated college, you know, um, maybe not on the scale that I ever thought I would be just yet. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm very grateful to be a consistently working performer. And my life has brought me a lot of twists and turns. Like I didn't think that I'd ever be doing stand-up comedy when I first moved here and that like kind of presented itself to me. And now I, I, I do that. Now I'm a stand-up comedy co comedian. Um, I, for various uh, auditions, you know, every comedian, they submit their tape to SNL every year when they're holding auditions. And when you do your SNL reel um, to be sent to them for auditions, you have to do a mix of original characters and impressions. And um, so for stuff like that, or for when I uh, was auditioning to be on the house team at the Upright Citizens Brigade, which is uh, no longer with us uh, because of the pandemic, um, I, I did, always did a Barefoot Contessa impression. I She was one of the main Food Network shows I watched and I just think she's so funny. Mm -hmm. um, and like all out of love, like I think she's hilarious. Like the things she says, her catchphrases, her like East Hampton life, it cracks me up in the best mm -hmm. way. I'm obsessed with it. And I just thought it was so funny. Um, and so I, I did her as an impression and looking back at all the impressions, it's bad. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. Now, granted, my current impression is not a perfect impression. I'm not a perfect impressionist. You know, like Jimmy Fallon, for example, does a perfect Jerry Seinfeld. If you closed your eyes, mm -hmm. it's Jerry Seinfeld. I kind of like take bits of her and elevate it to make it a little bit more just heightened and silly. I love um, but anyway, uh, I would post sketches or videos I would do of her on Instagram every now and then. I'm not, I was never really big on online content creation. It didn't really spark joy for me. And then I was kind of late to the TikTok game, but I was like, eh, let me give this a go. And I started exclusively doing like Barefoot Contessa videos on there. And then in March of last year, so almost a year ago, I, I was in Tampa where I'm from visiting my parents. And my mom has this beautiful garden in her backyard. And if you're a Barefoot Contessa fan, you know that Ina loves her garden mm -hmm. um, and her herbs and her spices. And so I did one, a, a video there where Ina was playing hide and seek with Jeffrey in her garden. And <laughs> I put it on TikTok and I hadn't done that well on TikTok. I had like 200 followers at that time. And then that that went viral. And I I I, I had the, the blessing of the TikTok algorithm on my side for a little bit. <laughs> um, and so I just kept kind of um, doing more and more of hers and the followers started to grow. Uh, and then finally, I'll stop rambling in a second. Uh, a lot of tangents, gay tangents is what I call them when I, I go going. off topic. <laughs> when I go off topic. Uh, and so, and then people started requesting other Food Network chefs. Mm -hmm. um, and I love Food Network. I've always liked Food Network a lot. Um, 
but they were like diehard hardcore Food Network fans who like wanted to see specific things. And I'd watched so many Food Network shows and loved so many of the chefs, but I'd never watched them with the intention of impersonating them. So I kind of had to go to, to the drawing board and do a little more research and not just watch it for enjoyment, but like to watch their characteristics. Um, so the next person I did, the main one I did that got a lot of buzz, I did like Rachel Ray and Giada a little bit, um, but then I did the Pioneer Woman. So Ina and the Pioneer Woman are the two I get requested the most. So that's how I got into it. Just like I would do Ina just for fun because I thought it was silly. And then the TikTok algorithm went in my favor and, and here we are. Mm-hmm. And ha- what happened when you met Reed Drummond? Sure. Also a funny story. So uh, I think it was maybe the second video I posted of her. I didn't tag her or anything. I mean, I hashtagged the Pioneer Woman um, and she's big on social media. She's very internet set. Like she does do her own social media. I think I, I'm definitely positive because um, she still like updates I, her blog and everything. Like she seems like, yeah, yeah she writes pretty frequently on it. She's very internet savvy. That's how she, that's how she got discovered. Like in like the, the 2000s, like when yeah. blogs were like first becoming like a big thing. So she's very good with social media. So she found it and she has an incredible sense of humor. If you ever watch her show, she's so silly and fun, you know, um, can take a joke. She's a prankster. She always pranks her kids. And she, I think her first comment on my video was, I've brought this upon myself. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I commented back being like, I'm such a fan. You're awesome. All out of love. I always like to make it clear that I do these impressions out of love because I get a lot of some some hate comments where people are like, don't mess with her. You're so mean. And I'm like, yo, it is the biggest compliment when a gay guy impersonates a woman. (laughs) Please. Uh, And uh, yeah, and I, I told her I was coincidentally going on I love road trips like solo road trips and I was planning a big one for myself for that summer and I was already planning on going through Oklahoma because I'd never been to Oklahoma and she lives in Oklahoma she has a restaurant and a store um a hotel and all that stuff in, in Pawhuska in Pawhuska uh do you are you from no are you, are you just no I don't you you said it as if you are from there you were like I just, I just love her <laughs> me too yeah. My kids she and I watch her every single weekend because it's like one of the few shows that yeah. like is appropriate for them and we can all watch. Yeah. She's so funny. Next girl's trip. We can- yeah. And that must be, and that must be nice too, because like now she has her kids cooking with yeah, her. That's great. Yeah. It's yeah. so entertaining. I was so very like, see kids, we could do this. Oh, hundred percent. And then I try cooking with my kids and I like want to just go fly out a window. <laughs> I was very <laughs> invested in her daughter's wedding. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. That was so Wasn't that beautiful? Her. Beautiful. And I love Mauricio. Yes. Yeah. I didn't meet him, but he seems like a sweetheart. Wait, so did she, did you tell her that you were going on this road trip or like, did you? So yeah. So like in the comments, this was like April of last year. I was like, we were commenting, going back and forth. And she was like, keep doing your impressions. They're so funny. Um, You're awesome. Very, very fun. She followed me, all this stuff. I told her, I was like, I'm going to be driving through, doing a big road trip. I'll definitely be sure to stop in Pawhuska and I'll be sure to eat at your restaurant not expecting yeah. anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just this like random comedian that impersonates her. Like who know? I, I wasn't expecting anything. So then she responds and she's like, amazing. Let me know when you're in my neck of the woods. Wow. That's what she said. So I messaged her the week before being like, hey, uh, no pressure. I'm going to be in Pahuska on this date. Um, uh, if I'll be at the store, I'll go to the restaurant. If you happen to be around for a hello, great, but no worries otherwise. And she was like, this is amazing. Um, You know, have so much fun. Um, I got to stay at her hotel, which was very nice. And she was like, "Um, I'm gonna be at my son's football tournament all day, but if you wanna come to the ranch to to hang out and maybe record a video, let me know. But she was so sweet because she was like, but you're on vacation. So I don't wanna like bug you if you don't want to. And I'm like, like, I'll be there. I'm like, please, I'm in Pawhuska and you're being so lovely and generous to me. Yes, I'm gonna go to the ranch and film a video with you. It It makes me like her so much more even. And a lot of people uh, agree with you. Like when they saw that I did a parody video with her, like at the mm-hmm. ranch, you know, in the lodge and everything, people, a lot of people were like, wow, I, I was already a big fan, but now I like her even more. Look, when you're in the public eye, 
you, you kind of sign like a, a an unspoken of contract that people are going to talk about you. People might impersonate you. People are going to be, you're going to be on their mind. And I think that she's a great example of how to handle that with grace mm -hmm. uh, and a good sense of humor. She's incredibly nice, so real, down to earth. We had a great, we hung out for like two hours before we even recorded the video. Um, she's just a really, really good person and genuinely so too. Did, um, she, she, did she cook for you? She did not cook for me, but <laughs> I, I ate at her restaurant though. Yeah. So, and um, I ate at her pizzeria too. Great pizza. Really? Um, did you yeah. get your eyes on the hot husband? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh. I did not see Lad. I unfortunately, what? a lot of people have a crush on Lad. Oh, I he's, get he's it. He's like that smoldering cowboy guy. Okay. Did you see the news today that he fell in a frozen lake and she went and rescued him? When? Like it recently? Was it was really? today. Oh no. It's not my phone, but you could look it up. It's like, oh man. It was like it, I, I was like on her blog today. Like she's is like, he okay? He's fine, but he she's like, oh yeah, he like she's like he was fine enough to get his cell phone out and call me. Like, oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. He's having he's having bad luck, right? A couple earlier this yeah. last year, he broke his neck. <gasps> yes, in yeah. a fire. No, I think he I no. I don't want to I think it was like a I think it no, was, a, think horse it was oh. a horse incident I mean, or something. Yeah. If you watch that documentary about about the the wedding, because they did a whole like documentary like following the wedding, he wears like a neck brace in it at some point. Oh, he's yeah. he's a trooper though. I bet he he's he can. Yeah. I bet he was, yeah. What was their ranch like? Huge. It always looks like Gigantic. so magical on show. On like show. I had I it does look magical. I had to. I was given paper directions because <laughs> you can't get there, you yeah. know, like otherwise. And like, I had to go, when I turned like off the main road, it's like six miles in off the main road. And then you have to go another like five miles to turn right. I mean, it's huge. Um, very pretty though. Um, you know, she does like lodge tours. So like where she records the, um, the, uh, the show, mm -hmm. she will literally throughout the year, um, host lodge tours so like when you go visit her store or her restaurant or anything if it's the day that she's doing it you can actually go see it um well now i know we're going i was gonna trip. say next girls trip yeah we're going to it, it's actually a re it's a really cute town it feels very like for me who has never been to that part of the country it feels very wild west yeah you know kind of main street um sort of they were filming a martin scorsese film when i was there <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah i love the um, road trips by yourself that's like such a cool i love that I love I it. I wanted to do that, but obviously, I mean, I have three girls, so it's not happening anytime soon, but that's like what I daydream well, about. Whenever you do get the chance, I think you should absolutely do it. If you need any suggestions, please reach out. And I will, What's I'll your favorite road trip that you've done solo? I've, I've done two big ones. So the one this past, last summer was a big one. Um, my first one I ever did kind of always has a, a special place in my heart. Um, it wasn't all by myself, but it was a, a, a little over a month long. The first 10 days, it was in 2015, um, were by myself. Um, and I met up with uh, one of my best friends from high school in New Mexico. But I drove the 10 days by myself were like New York, uh, DC. Obviously, I started in New York because <laughs> that's where I live. Um, New York, DC, uh, Colonial Williamsburg, because I'm a nerd. I'd never been. Uh, uh, the Smoky Mountains, uh, Nashville, New Orleans, which was so cool. I love New Orleans yeah. and, um, and Austin. And then I, the whole trip was great, but those 10 days by myself, that was the first time I'd ever traveled that far in places I'd never been to by myself. Yeah. And it was so liberating. Um, but this one was, was also really fun, especially because I got to, to see Rudy yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely do a solo road trip when you oh, can. I will. That's yeah. On, yeah. That's I'm on my list right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> If you don't or a ladies or a ladies trip, go to do a ladies road trip of pretty funny moms on the road. Yeah. 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 Can we'll you come it. so we can get into cool places? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I only I know worry because we're all so vulnerable. We need a dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> honey, I'm not going to be much help. I'll tell you, what. <laughs> you can be I the think... muscle. I think three, three, three women is better uh, than me. I would say you're not vulnerable. You're strong. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. Allie has to deal with three boys every day, so she can just yeah. kind of yeah, she'll whip them in the shape. Could wrestle some of her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, y'all can show them how it's done. I believe it. Yeah, I mean, moms out on their own is a scary. Yeah. Scary. 
Moms are so much stronger than any man, I think. We all agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yep. All right. Should we chat some hot topics? Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, honey, I am ready, especially yeah. about a certain topic. I have, I have thought about what I'm going to say. Oh, do which you want to start there? Which one? Um, yes, I think you know, Allie, which one I feel the most passionate about. I'm not, is it, wait, which ones are we doing? You go. Um, no, uh, oh, Martha, Martha. The third no, not no? even, no, not the, even. I have to, okay, I, I know that you all, the three of you, as well as mostly everyone in the entire world are hate watching and just like that. Oh, and yeah. I am here. These two, I'm, I'm not a part it. of it. You haven't watched it at all. I've watched about five minutes and that's yeah. all I could handle. And then I listened to updates from them. But you, still have, but you still have negative feelings towards it. Yes. Oh, big time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, big time. I, I am here to, if, if you want to, Please. to do a healthy, friendly yeah. debate about it as on, and me on the side of defending it. Oh, okay. We, we've it. been ruthless. Yeah. Yeah. It's do you been... want, how, how do you want to go about this? You just want me well, to talk okay. about why I like it? Yeah, yeah. Talk about why, defend it. Talk about what you like. Okay. It. Convince me. Here's Convince me to wa start watching it. Yeah. Here's the deal. Okay. okay. I, first of all, I hear all the criticisms. I get it. And I understand it's different. It's not sex in the city. These characters are different, right? I want to start out with why I just look forward to it every week is because sex in the city is really important to me because so my parents were always so like liberal with me. They, they were incredible parents, but they, I wasn't like reprimanded a lot. Like I could sort of do whatever I wanted to do, not spoiled necessarily, but I was a very mature child. I grew up in community theater. So I had seen plays and movies about adult subjects. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Shortly after Sex and the City, I think, ended, because it ended, what, in 2004? So right around after it ended, I developed an interest in wanting to watch it. Not necessarily to see, like, all the sex stuff in it, but because I wanted to be in New York City. So I wanted to, like, watch the New York stuff. Mm -hmm. So I asked my parents if I could watch it, thinking it wouldn't be that big of a deal. And they were like, no, you can't watch it. And that was, like, the only thing they ever disciplined me on. Okay. And so obviously I found a way to watch it anyway. Uh, I, um, so like my grandmother would let me watch it. She didn't care. And I would like sneak the DVDs from Netflix. Remember when Netflix did DVD? Yeah. 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 And I would just sneak them. And I, I just loved the show so much. It was like my like little secret thing that I did with myself. Um, and I just loved the characters. It made me fall in love with the city. It helped me define what New Yorkers were. Um, and I, I had to binge it because it was after it had all come out. So I don't take for granted that this, this, that me as a 32 year old who had to like sneak Sex in the City DVDs when I was 14, 15 years old gets to watch these characters in real time and have a chance to look forward to it every week. So I just love that. And uh, I understand that it's not, it, it is different. And that's why they changed the name of the show. Um, so people would know that it really is a new chapter in Sex and the City. People are upset that Big died, but guess what? People die. People are upset that Miranda and Steve are getting divorced, but guess what? People get divorced. People are upset that Miranda has like kind of lost her like independent, like strong persona. It is upsetting. Trust me. Cause I love Miranda. I am a Miranda, but sometimes that happens to people. And um, it's, I think, a representation of real life. I'm almost done, I promise. So no, I think as, I'm taking all of this in. So as far as like the cringy elements and some of like the people are a lot, a big criticism is that it's too woke. First of all, everyone is saying that things aren't woke enough. And like, we want like better representation and diversity and like more inclusion. And so here it is, you got it, right? People got it. This is what we wanted for. Two, the writer's room is incredibly diverse. Um, and people are thinking, a lot of people are thinking that it's like offensive, some things that are happening or whatever. But like, I would say the cringiest episode is when Charlotte uh, was trying to find another black family to bring to the oh. party. And then Nicole Ari Parker was trying to find another white family and it was so cringy. But I watched the documentary that just came out and the writer of that episode was a, I believe a, she's, a, she's a black woman. And so she was like, this has happened to me, you yeah. know, and that's why I wanted to write it. So like, this is coming from 
the voices and the writers of people of color, you know? So it's like, it is from a genuine place. Um, do I have any, anything else to say? I think they handled Samantha very well. Do we miss Kim Cattrall? Yes. Do I think that Samantha would end a friendship because Carrie didn't need a publicist anymore? No. Mm -mm. But I do think they're handling it very well. Anyway, I just love it. I love the characters. I think it's very exciting that I get to watch it. And I understand the criticism, but I genuinely look forward to it. And I love camp. And even if it is so bad that it's good, I love it. I mean, I'm here for it. I yeah, love the reasons for loving it. Like I yeah. love the fact that it was a secret thing and you and your grandmother shared it and it was like your yeah. little thing. I love that. Yeah. I have a problem with it because I feel like I loved it so much in the moment yeah. that like, I don't want to see the bad thing happen. Like I want to like remember Carrie and Big just getting sure. together and like I don't sure. I didn't watch the movies very closely because I was like, I just want to keep this like sacred and yeah, everyone's in New York and young sure. and you know, independent and whatever together. So I was saying I respect that. that. I was saying to Allie that I, first of all, I, I hate watched it, but I would be devastated if there wasn't a second season. Yes. So, I, yes. Wait, yeah. can, can I read you a tweet that my friend wrote? It was so yes. funny. I have to share this. You might like it okay. having just said that. Uh, oh, where is it? Um, they said, it's my friend James Tyson. And they said, um, oh, come on, load my crappy internet. They said, and just like that, it's the worst show on television. If they released a new episode every day, I would watch it. It should never have been made. I want 17 more seasons. It deserves every Emmy. <laughs> yeah. True. And you know what? I will say, I, as the season went on, I liked it more. Interesting. Each time. Me I too. definitely, the end, I, I, I really enjoyed the last episode, except for, um, Miranda mm. but that's because her and I and I appreciate your view on it yeah. um, because I think it's well obviously it's it's like coming from a completely different place where like I I look at it as like a woman like I mean how much younger we're probably what like 10 15 years younger than them right no 15 like going dead what are they 55 why does Steve, why did Steve have to be deaf? Because he has hearing aids in real life. Oh, he does. I was and actually thinking about that. Interview and was because someone said something to him, and and or not with not with him. What Miranda? Well, that part's ridiculous. They make it like that. But <laughs> I guess, Miranda, what'd you say? I, I can't hear you. I, I don't know Miranda. <laughs> oh, that was good. If I remember correctly, you do a pretty good Miranda too, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I did a sketch. I recorded a sketch when Cynthia Nixon was running for governor yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where it was a it was a political ad, but not about Cynthia Nixon running for governor, but as Miranda Hobbs running for your favorite Sex in the City character, because no one ever wants to be a Miranda. And she like goes through the reasons why she's actually the best character. It's I'll send it to you. Oh, wait, I think you're getting a call. Um, ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, um, Miranda. Oh, we're doing Miranda. Okay. I don't have, okay, but wait, pause. Let me pause this call for just a second. Okay. I don't have, like, I don't sound like her, but I, okay. anyway, she's just hard pretend. to like impersonate. Okay. 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 Miranda, it's Charlotte. Uh, how hi, Charlotte. Like? Yes. Uh, uh, oh, oh, it's Miranda now? Yeah. Okay. Wait, you, you didn't give me the circumstances. You guys nailed, I'm, nailed it. <laughs> I'm an imp I'm really I'm a sketch actor. I'm not an improviser. Okay, and now I know this. Now I know okay. the circumstances. I didn't know if I was Miranda back then. Okay, give give it. Give me the call again. No, take three. Take that three. wasn't fair. I'm sorry. It's Charlotte calling Miranda in LA. Okay, currently. Okay, because as, as we just oh, established, it is a different Miranda. It's a different yeah. Miranda. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Miranda. Yeah. Two point oh. Okay. Miranda, how how are you? How's LA? How's Charlotte? Che? Charlotte, I love it. I'm just in love with Che so much. There's so much fingering going on and I don't even have to have my mouth covered because Carrie's not in the other room. It's great. <laughs> I love Che so much. Can I say fingering on this? Yeah. Did you meet I, their I, parents? Um, I, if you watched the last episode, you'll know that I was at the party with their parents, but I guess you didn't really care about that that much. I thought you said you liked the show as it went later on. Yeah, about that. Um, 
And just like that. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Do you think you're going to get married? Oh, well, Che doesn't like anything traditional. And after so many years of Steve, I don't think I want anything traditional either. I'm just living my life, Charlotte. Can't you just accept me for who I am? Sorry. Have you heard from Steve? Is he okay? Um, oh, that's a little buzz. Um, Steve's fine. I don't, he has Brady. He'll be fine. He doesn't care. He has the bar. He'll find someone. He's still hot for his age. True. He is hot true. Although age. he can't. I'm hear. a redhead again. I know. Yes. I'm so proud of you for dyeing your hair. Thank you for finally listening to me. <laughs> I know. I really wanted to uh, embrace the gray, which side note, I think she looked fierce with gray. Um, but I'm just trying to embrace my younger self. Che loves it. I'm so glad for you. Thank you so much for talking to me. I've missed you so much. And I really wanted to know if you were okay. <laughs> I'm doing great. I have to go. I'm at a comedy concert. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Wow. By the way, well done, well done, Thank bravo. I, I don't have a good Miranda. Please know, I know that I don't sound like her viewers. No, 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 and I, I thought that was good. I, I, that was me. For someone I, that does not know new Miranda. I was just making, make sure you're awake. But back to the comedy concert, I have a friend that's a comedian and she was like, I've been a comic for 20 years. What the fuck is a comedy concert? I can concur. Literally everyone in the comedy world is like <laughs> making fun of the fact that it's called like a comedy concert, but like no context otherwise. Yeah. Like every everyone is making fun in the comedy world is making fun of that. It's hilarious. And her jokes were like, I mean, I again I keep saying to myself, it's not Sarah Ramirez. It's like the writing. But she was like, and then I came out and everyone's like, ah, like it was the most unfunny thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. The they that. um uh that I don't know um Sada they I think they did the best with what because I think their pronouns are they them if I'm not mistaken uh they uh they did their best I think with the writing I will say that like yeah the jokes in the stand-up were a little like and then like when Miranda was listening to them um <laughs> like on the like just like on the podcast or whatever and was just laughing hysterically yeah, yeah. like a, like a fine joke <laughs> she's lovelorn uh Miranda she's is like She's like, Jay's funny. <laughs> it's I, I'm I'm of the person and addressing all of these issues that you all are bringing up. I still love it and I like I think that it has good merit. Even the bad things that I can be like, yeah, that's that's interesting. I still love it. Like I live for camp stuff like that. I I think it's hilarious mm -hmm. in the best. When way. I've had friends tell me like it definitely is like getting together with old friends and yes. they feel like the comfort of having that, which I get that that sense really really depressing old friends mm -hmm. yeah 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 exactly but I think I think that of all of the newer characters I think that Seema was the most oh, successful the best. Uh, she, while no one will replace Samantha obviously she had the vibes yeah. but uh, the vibes of Samantha but while also being her own new new person mm -hmm. um and I think I think a lot of people, me and my boyfriend were talking about this, that like, I wanted to see more of her. I wanted to see more of them. I, I, I would I would just like to see, if they're gonna have the six of them, Charlotte, Carrie, and uh, 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 Miranda, plus Naya, uh, Lisa, and Seema, we wanted to see them more together to get yeah. that kind of camaraderie. But mm -hmm. also in that documentary that came out, Michael Patrick King was like, I wanted to make it very clear, like when Nicole Ari Parker sat down in the first episode, it was just her and Charlotte and not the four of them to make it clear that she, this is not the replacement of Samantha. But mm -hmm. I wanted that. I was like, if you're going to make new friends, there was like one scene where Seema, Charlotte, Miranda and Carrie were all together at a restaurant. And mm -hmm. I wanted more of that. If you've mm -hmm. noticed, this is like, Allie and I talked about this, during the course of the series, the first episode, they go to a restaurant, they all put their shit in the fourth chair. And it's like, oh, look at that empty chair. Then as the season goes on, Nicole Ari Parker's in it. Seema is yeah. in it. Mario um, Cantone, Mario Cantone yeah. is in it. And there's like a rotating mm -hmm. cast oh. of the fourth girl. Slash that's girl. actually, that's so smart. I think that's fabulous. Yeah. See, I kind of disagree with you about how they handled Samantha, I have to say. Okay. I wish they would have killed me. No. I, I would I don't want her character to be dead, mm. but I I think that's the only way that Samantha would no longer be talking to any of mm -hmm. them. And sure. 
I feel like they a little bit missed an opportunity because like they it was in the show they had just gotten through the pandemic and um you know in previous seasons like she dealt with cancer and I feel like as much as it would have seemed like a big fuck you um to Kim Cattrall I feel like it would have just been I feel like what they've done is worse it's a A little bit yeah yeah yeah. Um, you think though real question do you think and I think the answer is no, because I really don't think she's going to come back. But do you think they're trying to leave the door open for her with it? But Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica Parker just said she would not want her to come oh, back. Oh, she did. Yeah. I didn't hear which that. Is, okay. Which is what, why that last scene confuses me. When, exactly. Because I didn't, I didn't hear about um, what Sarah Jessica Parker had said until after I watched it. And that, to, to me, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay. Like, obviously you know, if they do the next season, it's not going to be her and Samantha at drinks in, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of like leaves the door open to have her in some capacity. And then Sarah Jessica Parker just goes and is like, nah, I don't want her here. Like, no, and I get her, I get her not wanting her there. And I, I don't think she'll come back. Either. I think what they were doing now, I thought about this. I think what they were doing is I think that the writers got together and were like, this is a beloved character and we mm-hmm. have to Redeem her. we have to do yeah. right by her because we're going to piss people off and like they wanted to like be the bigger person yeah. in that scenario yeah. and be like let's give her a little bit of dignity because mm-hmm. she is beloved yeah mm-hmm. she, was yes, my, she is my, yeah and they had to kind of do her right yeah so it's, it wasn't for kim but it was for samantha yeah right yeah yeah like fuck well, kim. and also like even if the reason that they weren't friends which i do think is a little far-fetched that they would end a friendship because of that though kind of like what i was saying earlier sometimes people end very long friendships Mm -hmm. for random reasons that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't expect because they're going through a crisis you know who knows um the pandemic changed a lot of people Mm -hmm. so um you know but so who knows but um oh where was i going with this oh i got so emotional though that when samantha started to write back like about the getting the um and like the dots and then the bubble and then it went away the bubble and then went away but oh when she responded oh what uh, what's the word I'm looking for oh 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 when Carrie talked about her diaphragm getting caught and oh, yeah. Samantha was like one of my finest moments yeah and like she liked to, and it's like it was sweet to see that via text yeah. it was nice yeah. they, I think they almost without Kim there they want to have her character be present yeah yeah mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. small way yeah that said I will say which I ju- I've watched the the end one twice the last Ooh. five minutes of that show was like worth it for me. Mm-hmm. Like all the pain I went through watching them all be annoying. And then the last five minutes, I was like, yes. Can we do a spoiler alert? With, so they, yeah, can you remind me what the last five minutes were? I have yeah. a terrible memory. So quickie quick, Carrie goes to Paris to, to spread Big's ashes in the, mm. in the bridge with all the locks on it in Paris. And she has the Eiffel Tower bag mm-hmm. from the last season. And she dumps the ashes and then she gets a text from Samantha and it's like, hey, let's meet for a drink. Mm-hmm. And Samantha's like, mm. sure. And then Carrie, and then they flash back to New York and Carrie's alone in the podcast studio yeah. and she's giving advice to someone on the air, which I was like, um, is it a radio show or is it a podcast? Whatever. Yeah. But whatever. She's giving someone it's advice. It's a podcast concert. Yeah. Podcast concert. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But she's like giving this girl advice and then she's like, I'm Carrie Bradshaw and this is Sex in the City. And I was like, Whoa! Yeah, it was real good. Then, she, then she gets producer. into the elevator of the podcast. Oh, right, 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 right. And the hot producer comes and kisses her in the elevator. Yeah, and which I feel closes. like that was like, they were setting that up for the whole, I was waiting for them. What about the up. teacher? There was no, the way, if, if you look back now, if you rewatch it, look at the way the producer looks at Carrie all of the time. I didn't see it I gotta go back and look because I that was out of left field for me it's a little like Miranda looks at Che (laughs) only less pathetic (laughs) did you know that originally Naya was supposed to be Miranda's love interest oh did they do you think being I thought they were going there that's what I thought too do you think they changed that at some point after like it wouldn't wasn't after filming right like no, it no. wouldn't have, it would have been like I in it would have been in in probably pre-production when they're kind of planning the episodes. This was in the documentary that came out about it. Watch the documentary if you haven't. I think it's very helpful. They have that like they give them that weird chemistry that is kind of like 
will they, won't they <laughs> for yeah. a minute? Cynthia Nixon brought up in the documentary, she was like, yeah, but I was like, you know, two straight women yeah. all of a sudden changing their sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's boring. It seems a little unrealistic. Like it feels more realistic and exciting that this like straight woman is discovering her sexuality with a queer person um, like Che. So I think, I don't know when they changed it, but originally the intention was to have Naya. Yeah. Interesting. I, but I the mean, last five minutes were great. I agree with you. Really good. I also really loved the they mitzvah. I have to say, I really loved it. It, it, so it funny. like old Charlotte, but I mean, I thought Charlotte was like the MVP of this whole season. But See, my Jewish friend just explained this to me. This completely went over my head. She was like, wasn't that scene great? And I was like, no, the kid was such a spoiled little fuck. Like she didn't even, like her parents put all this money and time into it. And she just said no. And she's like, no, Sarah, Charlotte finally got her bot mitzvah. Yes. That and was, I was yeah. like, oh, I yeah. thought the mom was just like, oh, they're right. Yeah. Like, but no, it no like it's thing. like that, like, well, because if you look at it, that's what, that's really what Charlotte wanted in pushing rock, right? Rock is what rock. Yeah. yeah. In pushing rock so hard to do it. I think it was like, like, this is what I want. Like, I want this for myself. Like, like a mama Rose situation. Yeah. Yeah. From, from Gypsy. Yeah. I, but, and I would agree. And actually I didn't think about it in that way. And that's actually a fantastic point that, that, Charlotte was placing on rock what she wanted and not what they mm-hmm. wanted and uh it was so cute though that like you know a lot of criticism too is saying that these women they're not old they're 55 they're mm-hmm. in New York City they're liberal like they can't be as uneducated as they're coming off on the show like yeah. Miranda knows not to talk about her professor's dreadlocks and yeah. um you know Charlotte um you know, when, when rock came out as non-binary, you know, Charlotte obviously went to a tizzy about it. I believe it though. And then of course, Charlotte was Charlotte and came around and how cute was it that they were like, that Charlotte was like, it's a they mitzvah. Like, like it's making a new, a new normal. You know, I think that was really sweet that Charlotte like wanted to accommodate that and not have it be bar mitzvah, bot mitzvah. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was. I I liked it. That's why I think they like, she was she was I mean the most realistic um as even unrealistic as she might have been but like as a parent even even if you're the like the most accepting parent in the world I think when like your kid you know throws something at you that just isn't what you thought it was going to be sure whether you're happy or not that like initial like whoa like what you know what the heck is going on sorry I think that like was realistic in that sense Mm -hmm. for Charlotte and I think they did a really good job of like having that happy medium of not her being like oh great that's great that's fine like and and kind of automatically putting you know her using the proper pronouns all the time or her being immediately accepting of it because I I mean I don't know anyone that would would be able to do it like like that as a parent well, I think it would be so confusing in a way yeah I fully agree that that even the most accepting of parents it can be confusing especially dealing with generational mm-hmm. topics like Charlotte and Rock you know we're kind of yeah. dealing with and um and Charlotte at the end of the day she's still Charlotte she's a wasp yeah even though she you know what I mean and like so she has that uh conservative side in her still Mm-hmm. A, a little bit um but yeah it was a I I liked it I liked it but I see all of your points contrast that with the parenting of Miranda letting her <laughs> in the room next to her and the girl coming downstairs in her underwear to get ice cream yeah that whole it, I did not like that yeah the Hobbs the Hobbs Brady household was was in a in a in a tizzy this season yeah for sure. that was yeah. not good that was although not good. it was really the scene where I was telling Chrissy about it before where um Carrie and Steve are in like painting volunteering oh, together that was heartbreaking and they're talking right. about the ring and and he's like this is like I don't want to take it all like this is forever and she was like well yeah. don't you think you might like want to meet someone and he was just yeah. I was hoping that they were gonna get it on Carrie and Steve (laughs) I think that would I think that would make people the most angry of all I was like come on no (laughs) that would be frightening like what (laughs) 
And a great, and again, going back to, again, the main, one of the main criticisms I've heard is that people are like, it's too woke, it's too woke. I think they handled that moment really subtly mm -hmm. while still making a point when Steve was like, did you always know that Miranda liked women? And of course we know Che is not, does not identify as a woman. Che is non-binary. I was like, I said to my, turn to my boyfriend, I go, Ooh, I wonder how they're going to handle this. And my, uh, and then Carrie goes, what did she say? She goes, well, it's not about Miranda being into women. It's about Miranda being into Che. Right. I thought was a really cool yeah. line. Mm -hmm. oh, that is true. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I will yeah. say I like that because I think what I had a hard time with more so than anything else, to be honest, was just like being overly, like how you said, they would be more educated at this point. Like mm -hmm. you don't talk about dreadlocks and things like that as Miranda. Yeah. So I think that really bothered me. So it's nice to hear that there was moments of clarity. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, was it perfect? No. They're all just like bumbling around. Like it's like they they got dropped in 2000, you know, as 22 yeah. and don't know what's up. Yeah, it went like a time machine. Yeah. If, can I, is it safe to call Miranda lesbian or no? No, I would say Miranda. No, I wouldn't call her lesbian. I would say she's in a queer relationship is what yeah. I would say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. So I would say just because Che is non-binary. Right. And so, and, but, but this is, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's, yeah. it, and it, it? I think it's still like a learning experience, even for me, knowing the verbiage and like, what's the proper terminology. And I think that, you know, Che is always like, I can't give you anything traditional. So maybe it just, she just doesn't need a label on her, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. I think, I think she's, I mean, maybe she'll identify as queer in the second season. Mm -hmm. Cause like, she's not in a heterosexual relationship anymore. No. Um, so who knows, who knows? I, um, that sounded very, I know. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? As long as everyone's having a good time. You just like automatically go into these, like after like quarantining so many times, you just have become Ina. On, honestly, I say yikes all the time now. Yikes. Yeah, I know always, and after anything, we'll just be like, yikes. Like, I gotta get some water. Yikes. Like, uh, I say Does your yikes. boyfriend do Jeffrey? Does he do a good Jeffrey? Like, you, you kind of like need the back and forth with them. He hasn't done Jeffrey on the rare occasion that I've done Jeffrey. I've done Jeffrey. And he's just kind of like, oh, I, I don't have a great Jeffrey, but it's like, oh, Ina, I, I think this looks great. Oh, wow. You made me roast chicken. Oh, wow, I love you so much. Last thing I'll say about, about and just like that, if, if you wanted to move on to something else. So as far as I know if, that, that you all were saying that it's like, this is, this was so special to me. And I want to like, I don't want to ruin them in their twenties or their thirties, how they were. Like, I want to just like, keep that as it is. It sort of reminded me of the whole like JK Rowling now that she's like a turf and like, is like transphobic and all that stuff. Um, and she's just like, we don't like her anymore. And people are like, oh, but I love Harry Potter so much. Harry Potter is all about acceptance and being different. And like, how can I still love this story that was so important to me about and taught me so many lessons when like the writer is now this like really offensive, like uh, bigoted person now. And someone said, I didn't say it. I don't want to take credit for it. But someone was like, the stories, Harry Potter doesn't belong to JK Rowling anymore. It belongs to the world. You know what I mean? So you can still love these characters, even if there's like a negative connotation because of okay. JK Rowling. So I feel the same way about this. Like we don't, you don't have to love and just like that, like for, to be this wonderful show, but like we love these characters and no matter what happens in and just like that, we'll always have those, those prime seasons of the original story. You know what I mean? I, in my opinion, I don't think it taints it because it's always going to be that. Yeah. And this is just bonus features and, you know. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of like the movies. Like the movies were <clears throat> all terrible. But but like Racist. if that movie comes off, yeah. what comes on though, I'll watch it like at yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's so ridiculous. Do you remember like in the second one? I thought now I look back on it, I'm like, oh. wouldn't it? They're like, that woman is going to lift up her burka to eat a French fry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so bad. I didn't it's even a little that. cringy. It's a little cringy yeah. at times for yeah. sure. Um, really Charlotte, 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 Charlotte pooping herself in Mexico is one of the funniest yeah. things I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. And they, and they brought it, they kind of like paid <laughs> homage to that when she got her period again. Yes. And she had, she got it on her pants. I was like, Oh yeah, we got yeah. Um, one Terrible thing. Game. And maybe you as an actor can shed light to this. So 
um, Seema's boyfriend, the club owner. Yeah. What's his name? Zed? Is that what it is? I don't know. I don't remember. Whatever it is. Maybe I'm making that up. Who knows? I don't know where that name would pop into my head though. He was on the original Sex in the City as the Prada shoe guy. Remember when Carrie is buying all of the, or I, I, I think it's Prada. There's this. I thought that was Andy Cohen. No, there's no, no, no. There's a scene where she's buying shoes and she has, it's Prada. And she, she goes into Prada and she like the, the character is like, oh, Carrie. And like, <gasps> yes. Same actor. Is but, it? Yeah, it's the same actor. And I, but it's not the same character, I don't think. So like, I don't think so either. How does one do that? <laughs> like, what are they going to so, do? You would be you surprised. They- you would be surprised how many times, not so much these days. Yeah. Um, because like people are really good about continuity, but in like older sitcoms, like especially in the 90s, that's not old. You know what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. older than current uh, sitcoms, like people repeated roles. For yeah. example, Friends. Are you Friends fans? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Estelle in season one was a nurse when Carol was delivering the baby. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And- Do you remember in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where they switched out the mom? <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, oh, here's aunt. mom. I'm like, that's not the mom. Yeah. They, ah, they, they just like expected you to like go with it. Yeah. yeah. They just but put like another pretty black lady season two. And it's like, what? Just <laughs> nothing like her. But that's why I, I like you said, like now, like, people are so concerned with continuity. I'm kind of like, there has to be some reveal coming later on that like, he's actually the Prada shoe guy, but why wouldn't Carrie recognize him? I just feel like it's a very weird- Would you recognize someone that sold you a shoe 15 years ago? No, but in in the episode, it's basically like they have a, like a A relation. No, 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 no. Like she's, he's her her sales guy. guy. And like for her who like fashion is like, Mm. one of the biggest parts of her life like you would remember your guy at Prada like oh but 15 I dis- years later I disagree Carrie Bradshaw correct me if I'm wrong is a shallow like self-absorbed person okay but then wouldn't he remember her at one of his best customers you'd That's remember funny. one of your best maybe. customers maybe I think they're just trying I think this is a thing where they're two different characters and yeah. I think they just maybe really liked this actor yeah I mean um, yeah um, and I'm glad I'm glad Seema I'm glad Seema's uh, wait I have one point to bring up okay oh my God. do you remember the, the end episode when Seema is like in the bed with the hot guy and she's yeah. talking on the phone and she has this huge ring on her finger I didn't notice the ring there's a, there's a gigantic diamond ring that's like shaped like a flower oh like Samantha's ring yes <gasps> and I was like oh my god a that is like an homage to Samantha and b I think she bought that ring with like Carrie's like double commission, like whoopsie. Oh, like, like, like an impulse purchase. Yeah. Like it's like a 20 carat flower ring, but it's like, it's like a little hint to Samantha. Mm, Oh, that's just pennies for her. I mean, she has a car and a driver and a license plate that says SEMA NYC. That probably (laughs) was nothing in her budget. Oh, it looked good. It looked good. She's, she's sexy. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of my favorites. I was trying to figure yeah. out where she, where I knew her from. That she actress. was Saul's wife on Homeland. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ex-wife. Yes. There you go. Yeah. yeah. She's an amazing actress. Yeah. Ali, I'm so glad that you're like the IMDB of this. I know. Uh, I, I, yeah. Like, I can't add, but I can pull up random facts. Oh, God. oh, I would just love to hear, like, what are you doing with comedy these days? Like, what are you in these, like, what comedy, what did they call them? Comedy, comedy show? Oh, comedy, comedy, com- comedy, comedy, con- comedy concerts am I performing in? Uh, yeah, I mean, I post um, I post the live shows that I'm in uh, around the city on uh, my Instagram. I don't post that on TikTok, but like, you know, like events and stuff. Um, yeah, I perform at comedy clubs. Um, Stand Up New York is my main one, which is on the Upper West Side on 78th Street. I also perform at Broadway Comedy Club, Greenwich Village Comedy Club, um, whoever will hire me, to be quite honest with you. Um, I, you know, of course I do my, I, my online stuff, um, my sketch team, the New York cheeks, we actually just booked a show for next month, um, at theater under St. Mark's with squirrel comedy theater, um, which will be fun. So it'll be a, a sketch show, which will be nice. 
Um, yeah, I mean, as far as like comedy, it's it's sort of just like, you know, you usually get booked like the week of, yeah. um, you know, uh, at, at clubs and stuff or produce shows, but yeah, I'll post about those. And, you know, I'm an actor, so, you know, I'm, I do audition. And yeah. Who knows? Do you, um, um, do you ever like audition for anything on Broadway or are you just kind of sticking to comedy these days or what's your, yeah. what's your goal? Sure. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm an a actor first. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I auditioned for Broadway shows and it's, it's a little slow at the moment as far as that goes, just because mm-hmm. um, uh, I've mostly been doing a lot of like film TV, uh, regional theater, and um, I do a lot of commercial auditions um, okay. mostly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I have and do audition for the Broadway. Nice. And yeah. a good segue into that. We were talking <laughs> last week about what we're going to ask you. And we want to know, in your opinion, which Broadway shows are worth getting COVID for? <laughs> great. This is a great question. Let me pull up today, Tix, because it's just going to be easier. Um, so first of all, the first show I saw back after Broadway reopened, it was the final dress rehearsal of Wicked. And Wicked, it's been around a long time, but you know what? That's a good it one. Just, it still rocks. It still <laughs> rocks. It'll remind you like why you love Broadway so much. I took my and, daughter like, to it um, with her friend in the spring and it was so much fun because it was like the first time we'd been back to the theater. Yeah. And she hasn't, I mean, she's eight. So like she had been to Frozen when she was really little, but didn't really remember it. And it was, she loved it. It was so fun. That's mm-hmm. a great show for oh, like, younger yeah. girls, like girl power and friendship. Yep. And... This is the soundtrack all the time. We love it. She flies. It's great. Yeah, um, it's just like a good time. Um, everyone's really, I haven't seen it yet, but everyone's really loving Six. Um, I'm obsessed with Six. I have not seen it because I'm like so cheap. I don't want to pay 350 bucks, but I've been listening to it in the car and mm-hmm. I'm a history buff and I'm like, oh, I'm dying to see it. No, it's really good. I'm so, I mean, the sound, the soundtrack is amazing as I'm sure so you know. Um, I'm scrolling down. Um, okay, I really liked, it was very unique. Um, American Utopia, mm. um, which is David Byrne from Talking Heads. It's like oh. a concert, but like an experimental yeah. dancey kind of concert. Maybe have a few cocktails or something else before. Uh, but yeah. I thought it was really cool. The incredible musicians and dancing. It was like an experimental, like Talking Heads concert. I really liked it. Um, yeah. haven't seen husband, it. I've seen it twice now. And you have? Are you yeah. a big Talking Heads fan? And it's so cool because they change the show. Like we have friends who are like obsessed. So they come like every year and see the show and go to the shows in Chicago and kind of all over the place. But um, every, every show is a little different. It's so good. And he, he was actually just interviewed by the smart list podcast and it's so good. Like if you're a fan of him, oh, check it really, out. Really good. Yeah. I thought it was just so unique and like, I had never seen anything oh, it's like amazing. that. Broadway. When you break down all the instruments and stuff, it's awesome. The musicianship was out of this yeah. world and they yeah. had to dance too. Yeah. It's incredible. They had to find musicians who also can pick up choreography. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, um, haven't seen it, but I hear Moulin Rouge is amazing. I love Company. Company is one of my favorite musicals. Um, and I saw this production. It started in London. Um, different cast, except Patty Lapone did transfer because obviously Patty. Um, and it's it's a gender bent. So instead of Bobby with a Y, it's Bobby with an I E. Uh, so it's a woman. Um, and they gender bent a few other roles as well. So it's a really unique interpretation of it. Um, I'm just scrolling a lot of other ones. Um, I'll put out that in, in March and April, my best friend is producing a show at the public theater called Suffs, which is about the women's suffrage movement. And I'm very proud of her because she's been working on it for a very long time. And I've I can't wait to see it. I've just read um, it somewhere. Cool. Yeah. My best friend, that was, that's her, that's her baby, Rachel Sussman. And she's producing it and it's at the public, which is big. Those, those are just a few of many. Okay. Um, but I especially love company. Okay. Oh, good to know. Well, you've been getting worth, out. The, worth the COVID risk. Yeah. And do you totally. still have to wear masks in the theater or is it the vaccination? Yes. The vaccination? Very much so. You have to show your vaccination, um, your ID and, um, and uh, yeah, you have to wear your mask the whole time and they're being really, really good about it, which, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I sat next to someone, my friend who I went to see company with in December, tested positive for COVID from a PCR test like he he took a PCR test right before he met up with me and he got the results back like two days later and he was positive so I was saying oh it's fine I sat right next to him we both wearing masks I didn't get it yeah Uh, masks work 
two of my two of my kids had it and the rest of us didn't get it so there's like no <laughs> no no who knows? who knows um, but yeah you do have to wear a mask and show proof of vax yeah but okay. um great 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 stuff on broadway um definitely go and support live theater right now especially during these winter months just because it's it's a hard financial time for theater a lot of shows are closing sadly yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to six. I'm going to go by myself. <laughs> no, Do it. Treat cool. yourself. I know. If you go, hold on. How much are tickets? It's like a road today? trip. They're like, yeah. They're like, our families. Bye, <laughs> They're like 300 clams to see it, man. Uh-uh. I'm seeing from $99 on today ticks. Oh, oh, look at that. You're probably in the last row, but it's better than 300. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like to go in the front. Yeah. Do, you sure. know, um, do you know sure. if Broadway roulette is still a thing? Did you ever do that? Where like day of you do the roulette and it just gives you a show. It gives you tickets to a show. Oh, like oh I've a, never heard of that. That sounds oh my God, really it was fun, so much though. fun. Yeah. I have two girlfriends and whenever one of them comes to town, we always do Broadway roulette, but I don't know if it's going right now. I don't know if it's happening. What was, what was the best thing you saw from that? And what was the worst thing you saw from that? Be honest. I, mean, I won't do it more than I have. I think I have only done it once and it was to, oh gosh, what was it? Come from away. Maybe I love. Oh yeah. yeah. It was great. It was like when I'd see it, like, I, I think it was the second time I can't remember. I think it was that one. Yeah. Um, but it's so cool. Like sometimes you can hit like big money shows and other times it's kind of like off Broadway, you know, whatever, but it's, it's just fun. I have a funny, that like a really cool idea. Yeah. For cheap tickets. So one of the, I, I play paddle sometimes and one of the women and she's like 70, but cause I'm not very good in the, in my group, <laughs> she's from Canada and she's, um, one of the inspirations from no come away oh my god what's, yeah. what's her name she like a character in the show what is she like one no of the she doesn't people? have a character in the show oh cool yeah. yeah it's 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 an incredible story just because i mean it is about 9 11 but it's not yeah humanity, humanity yeah. yeah you don't you know it's it's just i had no idea that that was happening yeah during yeah. that time yeah. you know i mean for obvious reasons we were kind of focused on uh on the the main event of that yeah. of the news event of that so it's just a really uplifting story during a very dark time yeah i love i'm a um i'm a broadway like nerd i listen i to, can tell yeah i i listen to the serious channel in the car my kids love it and we sing along and christine petty and seth Rudetsky. Oh. <laughs> and i know like i know all the weird ones and um and i was just thinking like when you asked chrissy like what was the worst i i've never seen a broadway show i didn't like mm. wow all i enjoy all of it I like wish I could say the same thing. I do. I always, so my sister took me to the glass menagerie, which like, which everyone, uh, was it, it Sally was, Field or Cherry Jones? Cherry Jones. Okay, great. Uh, I, like I didn't that. love it. Like I, I wanted to like it and she loved it, but that was like the one show that I didn't like. I was That's just, okay. I don't know. What's the worst one you've ever seen? Ever? You're in town. <laughs> Oh, I like your intent. I never saw your intent. <laughs> I I walked out not because it was bad, but it's just like a guy that I was seeing at the time had gotten tickets to a show called Forever Tango, um, if free because he was an usher at the theater and they like gave him free tickets. Like, do you want to go? And I was like, sure, it's free. And I was in my early twenties and I was like, whatever. And it was good. It was just like a tango review on Broadway of sorts, and they they were good. I just, I like, we turned to each other at intermission and we were like, do, you, do we need to stay for this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we like, have, the best show I, I have to, I'm going to put this out there and I know you're going to want me to say it, but I have to stand firm and not, I, the actual worst thing I've ever seen on Broadway is something that a lot of people loved. And I can't, I can't put myself out there because I already was so vulnerable saying I loved him just like that. So, um, uh, I, oh, you I can't have to tell that. us. Come on. I can't. I can't. What if we promise not to air it? It, it? it was a play from 2009 that got a lot of awards. I think 2009, 2009, 2010. It and it wasn't, August Osage, it wasn't August Osage County because I loved August Osage. I love that too. Oh. Great play. Um, but I, I, that's, that's what I'll say, but it, it, I'm sure it was great. I just was long and I, I was, I was 19 and I probably was just not old enough for it. Like for it to get it, to be quite That's honest. what I felt about Glass Menagerie. Like, I feel like I didn't appreciate it. Billy yeah. Elliot? Billy Elliot? No, no, it was a play. It was a, oh, play. It was a play. Okay. Not yeah. musical. IMDb alleys all over it. So get ready. we're going to get to the bottom of this. Um, wait, I want to know what's your favorite of all time show. That I'd ever seen or ever my favorite seen. show in general. The favorite show that I've ever, ever, seen. Seen, ever seen on Broadway was the revival of Hair. 
um, in 2009, I believe. I just, I love that era. I love the 60s. um, It started in Central Park and then they transferred it to Broadway and you just felt so immersed in it. And the cast, like they kind of were like a hippie tribe of sorts and like they like invited the audience in and you got to go on stage at the end and sing let the sun shine in and it was so powerful and visceral and just like you could just tell they were they were just delivering from their like heart chakra every night like you could tell they really it felt like I was watching a real hippie tribe and I just got chills I saw it five times oh wow my daughter loves that movie I should take her to the show The old, old movie, that one? No, she likes the new one where um, John Travolta plays the mom. That's Hairspray. Oh, Hairspray. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's okay. Hair. Also a great Hair. musical. Yeah. Hair about the hippies. Is there a movie? Let the sunshine. Yeah. No. Yeah, in the, seven, in the, like, the 70s, with, like Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know my stuff. <laughs> but hair, but hairspray is also very good. Oh my god, <laughs> I saw hairspray in 2006 with my father, and he's like the biggest, like conservative, like straight edge guy. And I looked over at him one time, and he was like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> in heaven with Harvey they Firestein." Stop, they couldn't stop the beat. Oh, <laughs> so good. good you remember who was in it when you saw it? Like who were the who was Tracy? Yes, it was Laura Bell, but Laura Bell Bundy. Mm-hmm. and Harvey Firestein was mama oh you saw like the original oh yeah I'm, oh, like, I'm like a super fan <laughs> she's also very bougie so yeah <laughs> third row you're bougie but you're not going to spend $300 on six okay no, I know I was like sort of waiting on that I don't know it felt like a little covid but who cares I'm gonna go really <laughs> just do it I think you should have to Take yourself on an artist date into the city by yourself, away from kids, whomever. Take yourself out to a nice dinner theater, maybe the Glass House Tavern right before, and or or Stardies or Joe Allen's. Have a nice glass of wine and then go see Six. It's only seventy minutes. That's true. Oh, that sounds so nice. I just I have you know I'm married to someone that doesn't appreciate the theater, so like, or spending money. Yeah, but he would sit next to me and be like even more incentive to go by yourself. I think going to the theater by yourself is a liberating experience. Oh, I, lo- mm-hmm. I love going to like movies I think by anything myself. by yourself. I yeah, love it. So yeah. Nice. I used to go to movies yeah. by myself. Yeah, all the time. Oh, road God. trips. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, road trips is going to be my new goal. Yeah. Oh, you are so much fun to talk to. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you too. Thanks for having me. I know we didn't get to it in full, but I know Allie, you wanted to say this. I love Martha Stewart's thirst trap. She's sexy. She's 80 something and she looks amazing. We can uh, only hope, right? Uh, Her and Jane Fonda, goals. Yep, true. She's hot. Um, well, I want to come in and see you perform sometime. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to. Like, we'll, absolutely. Yeah, we'll take a trip. Absolutely. I'll let, yeah, I, I post about it on my Insta. Yeah, um, and, we'll post uh, it on our Insta. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. This yeah, well, is very, very fun. <laughs> I know this is very, and just like that centered and not very Food Network centered, but I, oh, you I know what, it. you just, you know, that's what happens with gay tangents is that you just, um, you never know where it's going to take you. You know, I you feel really... our podcast like is essentially just gay tangents. Then, yeah. Cause we don't, yeah. yeah, we have no flow. That we should be... call ourselves the gay tangents. That would be a really good, that's podcast. really going to be confusing. If you ever want, I, if you ever I have, a... I have joked with several of my, my friends that we should start a podcast called gay tangents. Yeah, but it'd be a really I, uh, I'm, I'm too, I'm too lazy to make a podcast. It's but a you lot can of work. Not ours, and that will be like, that will be the segment. Yeah. Like your the segment can be the gay ch- d- tangent. I love it. Yes. As a, a correspondent. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. The gay tangent. I love, I love that. Yeah. You're so, so fun. Funny. I love talking for a you. restaurant too. The gay tangent. Yeah. <laughs> you would. It would very chic in Chelsea. I presume. Yeah.